welcome to the Limitless Career Podcast, the show where you hear the how, why, and what it takes to build an ambitious and fulfilling career that stands out. Around here, we believe that ambition isn't a dirty word, and each episode will show you exactly what I mean. I'm your host, Jazz Broughton, certified career coach on a mission to empower you to embrace ambition, create your own rules, and create a career and life you never thought possible. I do this work and more with a dose of reality, curiosity, challenge, and intention to enable you to show up and go get the growth your ambitious career deserves. I am so excited to be sitting down here today um, to record with my good friend Nina, Nina Fushiyagichi. Um, This is going to be a great episode. I already feel it in my bones. So don't ask me how I know that. I just know it. Okay. (laughs) Um, So let's jump right in. Nina, can you just give the folks listening and watching an introduction to you? Yes. Yeah. First of all, thank you so much for having me. Um, Always love having chats with Jazz because she's so full of wisdom. And like she says, she just feels stuff in her bones. And I don't know how she does it. It's just some sort of magic superpower. Um, So, yeah, I am an online nutrition and lifestyle coach. And um, today, actually, Jazz caught me on my last day before maternity leave. I'm very, um, very pregnant. (laughs) Two weeks away from my due date, bouncing on my ball. but what I do normally when I'm not pregnant is uh, I work with clients one-to-one, helping mm-hmm. especially ambitious women like us um, just to live healthier, more balanced lives, um, prioritize self-care on their full to-do lists. Um, but I also do online courses now um, that I'm not going to be offering one-to-one sessions for a few months um so yeah quite quite a broad diversity of um of things I'm working on I've just co-authored my first cookbook I'm the resident well-being coach in Korea Clubhouse with Jess which um I've been doing for like three or four months now and it's been amazing amazing experience it's such a wonderful place with amazing women in it um and yeah that's sort of a summary of what I do right now that is so amazing and even hearing you say that brought me back to how we first met and I I can truly say that our relationship is one that wouldn't have happened if we weren't the ambitious women that we were because Mm -hmm. I remember um meeting you through you know hopping on a call to give some feedback around lifestyle you know work-life balance but also you know being super candid about stuff like burnout and things like that Mm -hmm. and that was part of you sort of developing what is now your online course um and then you returned the favor when I was reaching out to really just understand what was going on for ambitious women especially at um what I thought was going to be the tail end of the pandemic um you know we're going back now like compared to where we're recording now this is this is, uh, you know, circa October, November-ish 2020. Um, so even just watching our relationships blossom, just mutual support of one another's businesses and um, mission, you know, I think what you do is such a mission. And anyone who has the the great honour and benefit of, you know, being able to work with you around something so important as lifestyle, um, as important as nutrition, as important as balance, we'll, we'll get to feel that it isn't just like a thing to do, if that makes sense. And that sounds like a, you know, 
I, I want to be honest with the listeners and the watchers. I'm, I'm getting used to the fact that we're videoing this. Um, that sometimes we do find ourselves falling into careers that are just a thing to do. But when you start a business, it's just something completely different. You have to be so intentional about it. Um, and I'd love to hear your journey to doing the things that you do now. Like, how long have you been doing it? What was that? What was there a moment that was like, this is this is my thing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Where do I start? <laughs> um, so I'm like such a typical millennial of like, I probably still don't really know what I want to do when I grow up. <laughs> it changes every day. Um, but it's always been like that. and. Um, I studied, oh gosh, I first uh, enrolled to study medicine. Then I very quickly changed to study languages, English and French. Um, I am from Germany, so that's my accent. Um, Always been into languages, but very quickly realized I didn't want to be a teacher or an interpreter. Um, Then switched to international management, where I actually finished my bachelor's degree. which I don't remember anything about. So don't quiz me on anything. Um, And then ended up in management consulting because that's just sort of what you do if you don't really know what you do want to do with your life, um, I feel like. And it was a really interesting few years um, of just a really formative uh, time for me. I learned so, so much on the job. Um, I obviously learned a lot about project management, about dealing with clients, about working in teams. I had some really amazing teams. Um, I worked for one of the big four consulting companies in Hamburg and a um, automotive innovation team. So Mm -hmm. completely different uh, area, which was really interesting because I'm really into like technology and the future of like city planning and public transport and regenerative like um, renewable energies and all those sorts of things. So that was all really interesting, but the environment was just a very typical like male dominated corporate environment um, where the culture was a bit too much Mm, focused on um, just progress and, you know, um, really sort of getting your elbows out and, um, yeah, and and actually the projects being like not really seeing the end result. So always being involved Mm. in projects like short-term fixing problems or fixing little bids, like one little cog, but you never saw the whole machine, basically. Um, So, yeah. Plus the work conditions weren't great. Like I was eating at my desk. I was working like, I had what, like one 18 hour day after which I went home. And I was just like, this is killing me. I can't do this mm-hmm. anymore. I had horrible skin. I couldn't sleep. Um, I had like adrenal fatigue, was super stressed. Um, so I got hit really, really hard by my like quarter life crisis. And I was like, this is not working for me. This is not making me happy. Um, I need a change of scenery, of everything. And it so happened that at that same moment where I just quit my job without knowing what else I was going to do, I met my now husband, who is a Londoner. And I was like, well, I might as well move to London then and see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And that's what I did. 
Yeah, so I moved here um, in 2015. Um, didn't have a job, didn't really have anywhere to stay. I stayed with a friend for a few months before I moved in with my now husband, Khan. And um, I was just like waitressing the first few months and then found a really, really lovely startup to work with who were working in um, management consulting, but in the healthcare industry that I've always been interested in. Mm. And because it was a really small, um, really sort of tight knit team, they were super um, accommodating with me studying nutritional therapy in parallel, which I found to be the best option for me to go more into depth with what I want to do with helping people directly. So that's what I did uh, for three years. I worked with them part-time and studied part-time. And then in my third, years of, third year of studies, became pregnant with my son, who's now two and a half. Um, yeah. And I graduated, I graduated two months after he was born. So I did that wow. all sort of in one, one wash. <laughs> um, then got married the same year, um, took a little bit of time off and then started my business. In February 2020, the perfect time to start any kind <laughs> of business. Um, I actually joined a local clinic here. Um, to it's, it's a mixed clinic of osteopaths and acupuncturists and fabulous, fabulous people who heal others. Mm. And... Um, I hadn't seen a single client when lockdown happened. So I was like, yeah. I better somehow switch this up, move this whole thing online and diversify. And mm. it's turned out to be a real blessing um, because of the nature of my work, nutritional therapy, we talk a lot about a lot of personal things. Like there's so mm. much emotional baggage when it comes to eating, to lifestyle, to habits. A lot of it goes back to your childhood, to, um, you know, your your personal circumstances. So actually chatting to people in their own homes, like on their own yeah. sofa, being able to have a look at their fridge because they can just take their laptop and, you know, show, mm. me, show me what's going on, like show me the real thing, um, is so much more effective than having someone come into clinic and being in this sort of sterile environment that doesn't really represent their real life circumstances. So yeah, that's that's turned out to be a really, really good way of making this whole thing work. That's so amazing. And I love the fact that it almost feels like your career journey thus far prepared you for this moment. Like even just thinking back to your having a background, you know, working around sort of automotive technology, consulting, startups, bringing your business online, probably was like a no-brainer whereas I know especially February 2020 fast forward you know four four weeks further there were a lot of people that were like I keep being told to bring this thing online I don't know I have no clue where to start um and you know one thing that I identify with I think as millennials where we grew up with a certain level of technology there's there's a bit of a layer of you know, it's it's no doubt that I'm going to do it. It's just what's the best way for me to do it. Yeah. Um, and just seeing how you've been able to seamlessly just live life. I think there's a lot of folks who will pause their career for their family mm. and vice versa. And I think even hearing you share the whole timeline, because I, you know, I know you have a family. I know you have a business. <laughs> but hearing the timeline, I'm like, she's really doing this integration thing. Like, graduate, yeah. pop a human out, yeah. raise a child, you know, like all of that. Even, you know, even I think 
when um when we met and you know you were just like I want to spend more time with my child so this course this book yeah this stuff that doesn't require me 24 7 I want to make it work and I still yeah. want to impact people I still want it to be of the highest quality and I think this was a conversation we were having before you had even like finished putting it together mm. your intention was just there from the beginning I could feel that and and that's a huge thing that I think isn't spoken about as much when it comes to coaching or personal development is how much is the person that you're choosing to work with embodying what they are supporting you with and this is not me saying that you should only work work with coaches who have done the thing that you're trying to do because when we look at the definition of coaching that's kind of more on the mentoring side right Um, but I do think that there's such a difference in you authentically living based on your values and how Mm -hmm. that shows up in your business and even you know even how we work it's super flexible you know and I think and not to say like it's super flexible as in like flippantly ever since I met you you've always been super clear on your boundaries and it's been a beautiful thing to witness like Mm -hmm. you know the times and the dates and I don't want to like cliche (laughs) this out because you're like my second German friend who I feel is like this. I don't know whether it's something, <laughs> you know, within the German way of life, but it's so refreshing, especially amongst so many folks that don't know how to do that. Yeah. They don't know how to say, these are the times that I'm available. That's it. That's the list. Full stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. I think maybe it's a bit of a German thing. Definitely. Like I am a very structured person and that's probably why mm-hmm. um, I'm with, my husband, who's also a very structured, very tidy person, like decluttering the house is our favorite thing in the world, like really, really <laughs> horrible. But I think it's also a parent thing. I literally had someone say, like, as an entrepreneur, plan your day as if you had five children. And these are just the times you can work. You know, there is no, these cutoff points are like hard cutoff points. Um, and, you know, having a little toddler, it is like that. There's no way I can take a call or be on my laptop when he's around. There just is no way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 100%. And I think that that is, I think that's beautiful. I was even talking to a friend this week because I'd listened to a podcast. I cannot remember the name of it. When I remember it, I'll put it in the notes for sure. But um, with somebody basically just saying, you know, I am a career woman who decided to have a child. I'm not a mother who just so happens to have a career. I'm able to have that duality. And I think that's something I see a lot in the work that I do around diversity and inclusion and bias is that there's this assumption that you're either broken or less capable. When in actuality, if you sit down with any parent, both male, female, any gender, you walk away with your mind blown on like, (laughs) you are like a superhero. Right, superhuman. And I say that in the most genuine way possible. I don't say that to bring pressure to say you need to be all things to all people, but I just mean that the level of organization, precision, resilience, like mm. all of that, I think is something that folks take for granted when mm. they are biased against parents. And it's yeah. something to celebrate. And it's something to let the parent in question define for themselves. Yeah, 100%. I I actually said the first people I'm going to hire, and I I did hire a VA shortly at the beginning of this year, 
I always said they're going to have to be parents because <laughs> I just appreciate so much now the amount of like crisis management and like risk management and all these skills that you don't define, but that you just have. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, it goes back to, to, you know, me being a career woman or like, like we define ourselves as ambitious women. Um, having a child is part of my, it's part of my identity, but it doesn't identify me. I'm not just a mom. I'm like my own person. Mm. I'm an entrepreneur. Um, you know, this, this little person is part of my life and I love him so much and I'm going to love this Mm. little one as well. Um, but you know, they're, they're like a separate part. Like I wouldn't integrate them into my, into my social media. It's just, it's Mm. separate, you know, and, um, I need this balance. I, thrive of that balance and just doing one thing one or the other wouldn't fulfill me and yes Mm. it's very tiring sometimes (laughs) but it's also you know if you're passionate about something that fuels you right that gives you more energy to to get through it so yeah I definitely think parents are superheroes um but anyone who has children around them um you don't necessarily have to be a parent um Mm. to have those skills if you you know you you've got nieces I've had three nieces so I kind of Mm. knew what I was getting into when before (laughs) I had children um so yeah I think I think it's just a really um amazing skill set that we definitely under underestimate if you are a parent yeah 100% and switching gears a little bit to I guess your journey because you know anyone that knows me knows that I believe your career is all of it so as an entrepreneur, you still have a career. You still want to grow and develop and, um, you know, promote yourself. Like, and mm. all of those goals still exist. It's still a career. And what are some of the, I guess, highlights that you've had in the past year where your career has become entrepreneurial? What has that been like mm. for you? Yeah. Um, oh, my goodness. Well, my my very first highlight was my very first one-to-one client booking in. I, I remember I was just like so over the moon. I called everyone who didn't want to hear about it. I was like, I've got my first one-to-one client because the way I work with people, um, or I did work in the beginning, was for at least 12 weeks because that's how long mm-hmm. it takes for habit change to take place. And um, you know, one off session usually leaves people a bit overwhelmed. They might end up not doing anything. So getting a 12 week client on board, that was like, oh my goodness, I felt like on top of the world. That was really, really amazing. Um, but then likewise, I guess as an entrepreneur, you know, sometimes going through the bumps can be a highlight. Um, and my, I guess my first bump was sort of realizing that this one-to-one work and this trading time for money isn't sustainable if I want to give my full energy to people and which is what mm. I do in my one-to-one coaching I want to be a hundred percent present and there um, so there's a limited number of people I can take on there's a limited amount of time I have for them so it's not really scalable and mm. I'm limited also like who I can help financially because not everyone can afford one-to-one coaching so, you know, just, just that idea of um, doing a group online program um, popping into my life was, was a highlight because it's definitely still a journey. Like I um, started with interviewing people like yourself and just to get an idea of the feeling for what's actually, what do people need right now, especially, 
you know, working from home, work-life balance, all those things. Is it just nutrition? Is it the whole package? Is it all a bit more about um, boundaries, time management, habit signs, all those things? Um, and then taking that and turning it into something that is very, very easily digestible, quite literally, for people mm. um, who are busy and overwhelmed. Um, so that's been a really, really interesting journey. And just reiterating that whole process and going through it over and over again was was hard work. It took uh, quite a few months, but it was really enjoyable as well, because like I said, in consulting, we never see a project through from beginning to end. Whereas this felt like it's something I have created um, from start to finish. It's like my baby, my other baby. <laughs> um, and I can now share it with the world. And that was a really, really exciting thing to do. Um, so, yeah, that was definitely a couple of my highlights last year. Yeah. Oh, I can totally relate to those feelings. And I think I think those are the moments that makes it worth it. One of the things that I always like to say to people is, um, when they're thinking of starting a business or launching a side hustle is that there's someone waiting for you yeah and we believe it on a surface level because if we don't then we probably wouldn't be moving in the direction that we are but the minute you get that you get that you know inquiry it doesn't even need to be securing the client you get mm. someone book a call and mm. you look at the email confirmation you go, I don't know this person they <laughs> find me yeah and the penny just starts to drop and it goes oh yeah. my god <laughs> I am like you know two plus two is equaling four people I crack the code <laughs> yeah somebody yeah. is somebody gets it somebody yeah. connects with my mission and somebody needs or wants what I've been dreaming up and working away at um and I think that that is one of those huge milestones in in starting your career that we should never take for granted um mm -hmm. there's somebody um who I recorded a podcast episode with Maxine Curley she has these cards which are amazing and I'll link them in and they are called small biz mo moments and she's got mm. a deck for service-based businesses and a deck for product-based businesses and I remember when I was first starting out and feeling quite quite lonely in the journey I'm going to be honest with yeah. you I'm plugged in quite quite a few communities but when you're when it's time at night and you're on your laptop you're doing it by yourself especially yeah. in the pandemic but even before the pandemic I ran my business from my bedroom yeah um so these little cards had things like write down the date you opened your business bank account write down oh, when you bought the domain your first yeah. client your first hundred pounds your the first time you told somebody about your business all of these genuine moments that from the outside yeah. just look like okay yeah yeah <laughs> on the inside just was like oh my gosh the website spent ages on somebody visited it mm -hmm. and they booked yeah. a call um and I think that that type of thing is so important when it comes to our ambitions is whether it is through a tool like those cards or whether it is through having that happy dance yourself sharing yeah. it with a loved ones like you said call up anybody who will listen it's yeah. important to mark those moments because oh, otherwise yeah. we can get disconnected from what we're building yeah yeah 100% and and you know hearing that um 80% of the online businesses that were, were started in 2020 already stopped already you know had to had to stop after mm. um you know only a few months that just shows you I think and that's probably the main challenge 
of celebrating those small milestones. Um, it's quite sweet because it reminds me so much of these little milestone cards for toddlers and babies. It's like exactly the same thing, isn't it? Yeah, my business has done its first steps. This is amazing. Like, I'm going to celebrate this because, yeah, like you said, we become disconnected. We We become impatient. We think oh, I've posted one post about this. Why isn't everyone wanting to buy this right now? Um, mm. And just being okay with things moving slowly, things taking their time, um, just thinking of the analogy of planting seeds and you're going to have to wait a season or two for them to grow. Like, yeah, and your people will come and find you. Just be your true authentic self. Um so it's still something I am working on, but it's becoming easier and easier. Um, and that's probably the teething stages of any business building. Like the first two years are just, you just have to get through it. Just have to get through it somehow. Yeah. Be patient, work on your mindset. And that's where I think places like Career Clubhouse are so invaluable. Like you said, feeling really lonely as an entrepreneur. Like I felt like I'm, you know, I'm becoming schizophrenic. I was talking to myself, like having brainstorming sessions with myself, discussions with myself, like with pros myself. and cons. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm like angel and devil on my shoulder. <laughs> like, I don't know how to make decisions. Um, and I just need someone to tell me that they've been there too, or it's mm. normal to go through this. And um, that's why it's so, so powerful to have these communities of female career women um who get each other's problems and who know exactly mm. how hard it is and you don't necessarily always need a fix you just need someone to be like yeah yeah it's hard yeah we can we can we can find a heart together <laughs> no it sounds really bad but there's so much solace in somebody going yeah yeah, yeah you're exactly what you're meant to be it's not meant to be comfortable yeah I thought it was just me because I'm like weak or something yeah. or I'm like super sensitive like, no 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 decision making gets harder yeah 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 definitely yeah oh, and you touched on mindset so I want to ask you the question that I ask everybody what is a limit that you faced in your career and how did you overcome that um well definitely around patience for me that is my biggest biggest issue um I'm working on it I'm working through it but especially in the first year or the first six months seven months eight months um where I felt like I followed every business advice's blueprint of finding your niche setting it all up doing all of this and being consistent and nothing happened I was like why is nothing happening um, obviously I'm really rubbish at this. Obviously I should just go back to finding a full-time job. Um, why did I just quit my job and do this full-time and not just keep it as a side hustle? Like, what am I, who I, who am I, who do I think I am? Um, and pretty much that happened every other day mixed with the other days being great <laughs> and being like, I'm my own boss. I can get up whenever I can go and work in a cafe. I can work at midnight. I can do whatever I want. Um, so I think the patience mindset piece, um, just trusting the process and trusting that what is meant for me won't pass me by. Like, you know, mm. things I keep steering towards, you know, I am on the right trajectory. 
I just know it. I just know it in my bones. I just know I will never go back working for the man. I just want to be my own boss and I will make it work somehow. I just have to stick at it and just keep my, my ship going the way it's going. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's so, so hard when you feel like swimming through mud, you know, you feel like you're not getting anywhere. Like I'm putting so much work in, why isn't this leading anywhere? Um, but then, you know, it's like you said, it's so important to celebrate those small steps because if I do look back and yes, I've been swimming through mud, but that's been, you know, really dense, like valuable, <laughs> nutritious mud. There's been lots of great stuff in there that I've already achieved. Um, so, you know, just just see that, just be a bit more aware of it. And um, I, you know, I think I think you've got the clever fox planner, don't you? Mm. I think that one that one actually yeah. has been really, really good because every week it asks you for your main goal. And then it asks mm. you for your reward if you've achieved it. And literally the first six months, I just always left that field blank. was like, I don't need a reward. Like, why do I need to reward myself for? But I think that is such a crucial part of being an entrepreneur. Because you're on your own, you never, ever value your work as much as you would if someone else, if you saw someone else putting that amount of work in. So rewarding yourself is really, really important. Um and yeah, those are all small little things I'm learning right now. And they're all part of the patient's piece, I think. Yeah, I love the metaphor of swimming through mud. I'm also now <laughs> thinking of the, uh, yeah, the nutritious and health benefits of a mud bath. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. My mind just went and I was just like, ah, silver lining. Is that like, a retreat idea? <laughs> so, I know. Like, that's like, as we're recording this, I'm literally planning the 2022 retreat. So in my head, I'm like, hmm, how can we sort that out? But um, thank you so much for sharing that around patience, because I think what I always find very interesting, and I think a few people have sort of mentioned this in the online space, that because people have built their businesses in public and this is not just in like the coaching and personal development space this is a startup space where a lot of people have kind of seen these meteoric rises to success mm. where people think I'll start my business in six months it'll it'll take off like a rocket ship yeah no evidence to say that that is even possible like yeah. I'm what three and a half years into my business and I feel like it's only this this year that I've caught my stride or brought in an element of ease around operating yeah. it but even when you parallel this with a, a corporate career or you know a traditional full-time role you don't expect a promotion three months in yeah you don't get yeah. a promotion three months in you have to <laughs> prove yourself like if you are lucky six months in somebody will tap you on the shoulder and say hey you know and that's if you have a review process six months in yeah. right <laughs> but the reality is you need to stick out for a year so we can trust that you can deliver these mm -hmm. results consistently and I feel mm -hmm. like in a, a lot of ways the uh the the business universe so to speak wants to see that you've got that metal because there's a yeah. lot of stories that are lesser known of folks who had the meteoric success, but they weren't ready mm. or they hit the one year mark and it's going okay, but then they get stuck there because mm. that muscle, that patience hasn't been built. And that's why I really, really want to acknowledge and like honor you for being honest about that patience, because mm. that's something that I've struggled with a lot. Mm. Um, and then I had to just sit with it and just realize, you know what, everything is happening in its own time. Mm. um and 
greater than the fear of things not happening exactly the way I wanted them to and in the way I want them to mm. is for me to reach my goal point and had not learned the lessons that I was meant to yeah you know it's kind of yeah. like I don't know I've never done one of these but they always look very fun like an easter egg hunt but you bought easter egg hunt there's a lot yeah. of eggs on the way but you just yeah. skipped all of the eggs to go to the golden one that you can see quite mm-hmm. obviously and it's like I don't trust that I don't trust mm-hmm. that this is the biggest egg in the forest or the park and that it's a golden one like yeah. you know I want to collect all the little eggs along the way I want to open yeah. up the egg that has nothing in it I want to open up the egg that has the teeny yeah. mini sweets or the mint yeah. in the <laughs> I, I want to make sure that I do the full trail because that yeah. will let me know that whatever is ahead I can handle it I, I you know I play yeah. video games not often anymore but you know growing up Super Mario collect the points so that when mm-hmm. you get knocked and you lose some you've still got more yeah. left <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly and I haven't collected anything and then you get one hit and then you're out for the count there we yeah. go Super Mario that's the metaphor for the goal is not to finish the game yes. because then the game is finished and you don't get to play anymore the game the, the, the goal is to play and enjoy the journey <laughs> <laughs> unlock those levels go through the secret yeah. door people um, and I think in a, a lot of ways, I think that's a huge thing, letting our curiosity combat our impatience. Mm. If I if I slowed down, if I was more thoughtful in this, what could I learn? Yeah. What would I see that I'm not seeing if I'm rushing? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I did have that um, almost like a mindset stumble, I feel like, um, just before I reached that conclusion of doing a, an online course where mm. I felt like, I kept, I actually kept saying it and naming it that I felt like my ambition was turning toxic and it was turning Mm. against me because I just felt so stressed all the time. And I was just like, you said I was rushing and I was doing all these, I was ticking everything off and I couldn't see any results. Um, And that was just the wrong approach. It's like, um, oh, we're just going to keep dishing out the metaphors here. You're in the cinema of your life and you're just too close to the screen. You can't see the whole mm. picture. Like, you can only see your shoulder. So go back a few rows and just, you know, take a breath, take it all in. You'll see the full picture and you see where you need to go. Um, so, yeah, that's definitely been helpful. And I don't think ambition is anything toxic. It's like you said, it turns into a creativity and a curiosity that helps you through um, those really difficult times, those really dark times sometimes where, mm. you know, I've, I've spent entire days crying because a launch hasn't gone the way I thought it would. Um, and then the next day I shake it off and I'm like, so what did this teach me and how can I use this to improve the next launch? Um, yeah. And it's definitely an armor that you build up. Um, it's definitely something like... You know, it's almost like the parenting skills we talked about is like the entrepreneur skills are irreplaceable. Like going through these tough times just makes you resilient to anything life can ever throw at you, honestly. Um, so, yeah, just stick at it and just keep going and just keep finding your way. Your people will find you um, and you will find yourself as well along the way, which is really, really cool. Yeah. very cool I've learned so much about myself on this journey of business that if I if I didn't make the choices I did to ha- carve the career that I did I wonder what what would I still be learning that I already know yeah. if that makes sense um and I think it's so important for us to recognize that disappointment is part of the journey mm-hmm. um 
and it's almost part of the I'm going to call it the shadow of ambition. I know we've had a conversation about the dark side of ambition where you're just on that treadmill, as you described. But I think there's an element of acknowledging that if my expectations of myself are super duper high all the time, I'm going to get tired from time to time. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be disappointed in myself. I'm going to lay in my bed and stare at the ceiling. And I'm going to cry and not actually not want to be consoled. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I, I'm just going to want anybody who approaches me during this season, trust me, okay? My partner, if he's listening, will know this. There's times <laughs> where I just, I just need to feel the feels, okay? Yeah. I know all the intellectual stuff, but I need to feel the feels for me to get back to that growth mindset state where I can remind myself that just like I created this thing over here, I can recreate this and look mm. at the learning lessons. Like, all of that is like growth mindset 101, but mm. not the sexy side of it. It's the mm-hmm. side when you're crying at your laptop, typing an email saying, sorry, I can't do this. I'm I'm burnt out. Mm-hmm. Saying yeah. I'm going to refund you your money because I can't do this program for whatever reason it is, right? It's not always sexy to choose the growth. Yeah. Um, and we don't, as much as we work in this space of wanting to improve people's lives and support them and improve our own, doesn't mean that the fixed mindset doesn't pop up where it's like, well, I got given the formula and the formula don't work. So this is not going to work for me. Maybe it's not for me. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm broken, right? We still doubt ourselves, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. And I think that goes back to the resilience that we spoke about. A lot of people think that resilience means that you're like untouchable, you're unbreakable, you're careful and everything rolls off. Dictionary definition is not that. It is the capacity bounce bounce back exactly yeah yeah capacity capacity and as much as our goals and our dreams get bigger the disappointments will get bigger and they'll get a little bit heavier and I'm not saying this to scare anybody but it's it's the same you know whether you're an Mm -hmm. entrepreneur or you're an employee making a mistake at senior leadership level that's big yeah it's not tiny because you're in senior leadership making a mistake at board level right that's that's big it's like parenting honestly like little children little problems big children big problems like stuff is more physical in the beginning but it becomes a lot more emotional in the end like teenagers oh my goodness imagine dealing dealing with the business that's a teenager the tantrums (laughs) like the the emotions (laughs) the hormones it's literally that so it's like please do not like you know if there's a road on the left and that looks super easy and it looks pretty smooth and too good to be true don't trust it take the road less traveled because you will build up the resilience for those bigger decisions those bigger disappointments that come as the shadow to Mm. you achieving those bigger ambitions and those goals yeah, and to quote one of my favorite life coaches ever, Jazz Broughton, uh, just enjoy being a work in progress, honestly, and show up and show that to people, show that to your clients, show that you're a real person, um, that you have gone through similar shit as well before, because that makes you so much more relatable. Um, you know, someone who who just sends you up the mountain, they've never been up there themselves. You're like, do you trust them? I'm not sure. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're yeah. like. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on come on peeps and it goes back to what I said you know I totally admire in you is that you embody you embody the journey that you're taking folks on you embody the teachings you share the learning 
Um, if you're not already, by the time, you know, we've got to this point in the episode, please connect with Nina online yes. because there's so much that I didn't know that I now know. <laughs> and it's thoroughly entertaining. She is like the real queen. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, a hundred percent. And I guess that brings me, you know, as we wrap up, I'd love for you to just tell folks how they can connect with you and follow your journey of greater mm. resilience and integration and just growth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, the, the best place to connect with me is Instagram. If you do enjoy a silly reel, because I really, really enjoy not taking myself too seriously and sharing all the shit I'm going through, like honestly, <laughs> unfiltered. Um, check out my reels, check out my, um, my, my posts. Um, I uh, have a, a morning routine challenge if you do want to take things further so um, that's five days where you can just update your morning routine if you want to take it even a step further i have a four-week program that's called overcome overwhelm and that's what we've been sort of talking about with jazz um where she kindly helped me figure the whole um thing out uh, like at the end of last year and sort of been by my side through the whole creation process um and that's really focused on not just nutrition because i have noticed in my client work in my clinic work that yes nutrition is very very important but broccoli will not fix your emotional problems so you know what else is there um, that's going on in your life as an ambitious woman um, we talk about habit signs how to make habit sticks time management boundaries sleep movement all those things because they all um, work together to make you a more resilient person and a more balanced person so um, it's very very short video lessons um, because I know how busy you all are I know we don't really have time for another online course another online program so it's really really interactive and it's not supposed to be another to do on your list it's supposed mm. to be something that builds a healthy foundation that you can stack everything else on top so um yeah it's an evergreen process evergreen program you can join anytime do it in your own time and you join a community of really lovely like-minded people who go through similar challenges so all of those things are on my channels in my in my link in my bio on my website ninafishandnutrition.co.uk and while i'm not working with clients one-to-one -one in the next few months while i'm off um enjoying my little girl um those programs are always available and you can connect with me send me any questions you have via dms might take a few days for me to reply but i'll definitely get back oh, that is so amazing and just in case you missed the part where i said she's one of the resident coaches mm -hmm. if you do decide to join career clubhouse you will get to uh, enjoy some of nina's trainings and then naturally once she is back with us um after expanding her family she'll be one of the four coaches that you can even book one-to-ones with within the program so this is not the last time you're going to hear from nina we've got so much more to share and discuss with you all um but for today we want to thank you for listening and thank you for being here nina thank you so much for having me Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Limitless Career Podcast, where you hear the how, why and what it takes to build a career that stands out. 
If anything from today's episode has impacted you, I'd love to hear about it. So reach out on social media or by email. Don't forget to check the links in the show notes to find out how we can work together, get your hands on some juicy resources and join the mailing list for more fuel for your ambition. Until next time, take care.